Well, surprise, surprise, we've been recording. Hey, gotcha. Oh, you got me. Oh. I actually rerun that. I want to make sure I, I looked and sounded yeah. good. Hey, just, just that. <laughs> well, we got our uh, second special guest here. Yes, we do. Tom Hall, welcome. World, world famous winemaker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are we sipping on, Tom? This I'm shit. a world famous wine collector, though. There actually, you go. that's legit. Yeah, um, world. This shit looks very, very nice, to be honest with you. What I is it called? I had to bring some nice glasses because. I didn't want, I mean, Travis over here sipping out of a muscle cup, but this is actually a Cirque, uh, Bootleggers Hill. It's a Pinot from Russian River. Um, anyways, I, it's a crazy story. Like this guy, Costa Brown, he started his winery and uh, two friends that were working in restaurants and they were like, God, the wine that we're just drinking is shit. Like we know we can make better wine than this. They had a passion. Um they started making it in their garage, started getting, they started all off a list. So it was like, like you said, people that showed up, they cared. The only people that knew about them were like their friends and family and uh -huh. people that were like, wow, these guys are making like some really interesting, you know, Pinot. And this was actually before Pinot like really blew up from Sideways. And then once that happened, like that little marketing phenomenon, Sideways came out and he was all about California Pinot. People like were just searching for like the new, like, this is like the new, like gold rush in like wine country. And they were making the best stuff. Costa Brown was like the hardest list to get on. It takes five years. Like you were waiting Damn. for five years to buy their shit. No who way. knows if they had enough or not, but you were still waiting for like five years. So when you finally got it, you're like, I'm buying this. Just to get a bottle or you could buy like well, this amount? Theirs was like, a, no, it was not. It was not. They do like an allocation process. So they'll mm. give you like, this one's different, but that one, they would give you like maybe six to 12 bottles to kind of like try you out as a customer. Mm. If you buy 12, they might give you 18 next time. Huh. If you bought six, they might give you three next time. And then it would just keep you in your zone. So, like, yeah. they know that you're going to buy three. And it's kind of like every year they're already selling out. So he sold his winery, I think, four times over. Took Damn. the proceeds, bought, like, this estate up in the Russian River and started two of his own plots, uh, Bootleggers Damn. Hill. So people talk about doubling up, tripling up. This fool quadrupled up. up. Yeah. No, nah, he quintupled up because not only did he do that, he turned around and flipped this winery back to them. Damn. <laughs> That's boss. Killing the game, I know. That's take, nuts. take a sip to this guy right Seriously, here, Seriously, cheers yeah, to him. Man. Cheers to him. But you know what he sold for because he really wanted to keep the passion about his winemaking. And mm -hmm. he was like, well, these guys are taking a corporate, more corporate approach to it. Like, they're really trying to, like, push distribution. I want to be about mm -hmm. making the wine. Huh. And so that's what he's on a search for, a quest to making the world's greatest wine. Damn. So That's dope. And well, he's rich as fuck, though, too. Well, <laughs> speaking Easy of, to do that, right? Speaking with, of rich and successful... <laughs> Thomas over here is quite the mogul, if I say so myself. Quite the successful man. I know you don't like to talk about yourself, but you're going to have to. All right, I got you. Yeah. No, I mean, it's fine. Just, I mean, there's, there's, you know what? I think in society, there's always someone that you look up to mm. uh, success-wise. There's always someone that you, I don't ever look down on anyone. I'll actually look to people and say, hey, like, how could I help lift this person up? Because no. we all came from, like, a different you know, thing. I mean, there are granted there are a few people that just were born with everything, but most of us in humanity, seven billion people, we all got to like struggle and strive for like what we're trying to get after our yeah. hopes and dreams. So wherever you are in that thing, there's always someone that's right there ready, and there's someone mm -hmm. that's way down here you got to pull up, and there's someone you're reaching to. So yeah. that's why I always try to keep it in. in I like that mentality. Yeah, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. Well, that's I mean, you, you you go out to uh, Monaco. So I'm out here. This is actually a funny story. So I'm here for my 40th birthday. Honestly, I think I'm. I, th I thought I was kind of balling, right? I was like, I'm going to go out to the south of France. I'm going to get me a yacht. You know, so we're going to go out Saint-Tropez, right? Yeah. So I'm doing it, right? So I get this yacht. Go ahead and rent this. It's got me 10 Gs for the day, right? I pull Ooh. up. I mean, this is like racks, right? So yeah. I, got, I got my family out there, my cousins. 
We're like mobbing out, like three-decker yacht. I'm like just thinking I'm doing it, right? Yeah. Guess what pulls up next to me? Huh. A five-story yacht, two <laughs> helicopters, like oh, eight shit. times as big as mine. Oh, no. Like people out on this thing doing like a, a, a gym class. Like they're literally doing like a training class. They got TRXs and like, oh, my you know, like things. And I'm like, what is going on here? And at that moment, I was like... I just need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh, a baller. So it was beautiful, right? South oh, France. Beautiful. Had man. a great time. Uh, I'm going back this summer. Uh, dope. I mean, you know, so looking forward to it. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be on a yacht. I was just in Miami and I'm in my Uber coming across a little bridge to mm-hmm. take you to South Beach. I'm like, fuck, look at all these yachts. And they're like two-story yachts. So this yeah. one's on a three-story yacht. And then he yeah. saw a five-story yacht. I'm like. No five-story. It's like a cruise ship, bro. This shit five gets crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, I mean, it, there's levels. Like, you know, there's Literally. everyone that's doing other things. And you just got to remember, like, to keep it humble. Like, be about, like, what your life is each day. Yeah. And keep pushing for success. But not only, like, monetary success, but, like, actually being fulfilled. So, yeah, happiness. You know, happiness. Yeah. That's the hardest thing, though, like. You think that when you get what you want, you're going to be happy. And then you realize that actually what you were trying to get to made you happy. Like trying to be better makes you happy. Like uh, that's what I was like, man, I got to find something to grind after. Like yeah. cause I want to get better because that passion and that fuel, the energy of like trying to succeed is what really makes me the happiest. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay. So you said you, uh, we were talking about earlier before we started recording that you were grinding for about seven years before your business took off. Yeah. So what do you I'm, think separated, you know, it moving from... It when it was slow a little bit. I mean, I would say like the the number one thing is staying power. So like if you're in a market and you're trying to like let's say Travis is you know trying to get his his company up and going, and then let's say there's like a hundred people that are all staying at the same time. Well, mm-hmm. after a while, as you build your brand and you keep your podcast going or you keep like making your music, people are going to notice that hey, this guy hasn't stopped. It's yeah. like it's worth because you're going to get better and better as you stay, mm-hmm. and then the other people will just drop off. Like the people that had their hopes and dreams or whatever, they're going to be like, oh man, I'm tired of doing this podcast. And all of a sudden, like ten years later, you're like. Like, yeah, I got this and I've been building on my audience and like every day I'm getting another uh, person. And it was the same thing for me. I was like every day I had like a list of things that I was like trying to accomplish or if it was goals for the year and I would just try to like go after it, go after it, go after it, go after it. And then after a while, like I realized I was looking around, I was like, oh, that company's gone. This company's mm. gone. We went through a big recession and I was still there. You know, so I figured out ways to like stay alive. And then when the market started to correct, I was just ready. You know, we had yeah. set everything up. For like, hey, when this economy starts cranking up again, like we're gonna be ready to get it. And like that was actually why 2012, from 2005 to 2012, you know, it was build. And then 2012, like you're just like, all right, I'm ready to go. And then yeah. from that moment on to like right now, like the next seven years, I mean, it's just been, you know, blessings. So, damn, what worthwhile blessings though, hard earned, right? Hell yeah, that's, that's the only way to appreciate them is like when you really know the journey that it took to get yeah. there. And like, that's why I can really, I like, I love reading books about people that have persevered through so many things. And like, when they finally like reach like this, yeah. whatever they, whatever it is, like, it's like climbing this mountain or like doing this race or, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's it's like, it's just a very like invigorating thing to like hear people's passion. So well, that's like that book, The uh, the Alchemist. If you've read that, have you read that? Oh yeah. I, okay. I was going to say, shit. you must be a favorite book. I try to get a <laughs> funny story. Like me, I'm like Mr. Dad over here. Like my daughter is like four years old. And like, you know, most parents are like over here, like, you know, reading like little bedtime stories. I yeah. was like, 
honey, we're going to read The Alchemist. <laughs> I had to give it back to her when she was 12, and she did read it then. Yeah. But. Okay, I'm laughing like I know what the fuck The Alchemist is. What, what the fuck is The Alchemist? It's, oh, it's man. I'm embarrassed. Books. Don't tell nobody. It's cool, man. It's inspirational. Uh, it's kind of it. what he was talking about, how it's like someone goes through like the journey, the, the journey and like yes. a crazy journey and gets to the end. Uh-huh. I want to spoil it, but he... Yes. Yeah. For sure. It's, it's a okay. journey. And you know, you know what alchemy right is, right? It's the science of turning, you know, a normal metal into gold. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. So, so start turning nothing into something. Turn nothing into something. Exactly. Huh. The hero story. It, but it's it's a great book. Great yeah, book. it's dope. Alchemist. It's inspiring. I finished it. I picked it up and I finished it at night. I couldn't stop. Right. It's actually, that's what's so cool about yeah. that book is you can actually really get through it. And that's yeah. why I, when I first read it, I mean, you know, I have high expectations for my daughter. I first read it when I was like 20. <laughs> like, yeah, you're four. You know, <laughs> you're going to read this shit. I'm like, you're going to be a genius. <laughs> she is smart, though. She Credit is dude. smart, though. I mean, She's so, impressive, uh, maybe man. some She's of that smart. stuff that I like dropped in her head, like, yeah. did kind of pay off. I used to sit down and like when she was five years old, because like I feel like the key to being successful in business is having good sales and people skills. Uh-huh. So I used to make her cold call people. <laughs> you know, like you know, most people would be like, "Hey, trying to get a little donation for like their school thing." I was like, "No, you're gonna call people out of my phone book that you don't know." <laughs> she had a sales script. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, you don't really know me. I'm Mariana Hall, and I would like, I'm really interested, man. <laughs> you would dude. maybe pledge for my walkathon." <laughs> That's the most baller shit I've ever dude. heard, dude. But I mean, imagine for. Freaking five year old causes you and oh, like, be like, oh, okay, what? You, what are you selling? Like and shit? the funniest you know shit I mean? out of that whole story was like, so she actually racked up. She, I think she had like $200 at like five or five or six years old. Damn. And then I had this one uncle and he's like, he pledged her $10, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, now you got to collect your money. And so she calls him up. He goes, and checks in the mail, <laughs> checks in the mail, like literally two weeks. And she yeah. like finally calls him up and she's like, where is the money? You have told me. <laughs> and I was like, honey, you just learned about bad debt. <laughs> <laughs> she still remembers that. She's bold. like, I hate bad debt. Um, <laughs> that's hella funny, um, man. Accounts receivable are like the worst thing, right? Yeah. You do all the work, you create this value, yeah. and you send out an invoice to someone, and then you're sitting around like, Where's why the can't fucking they money? fucking pay me? Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah, man. Ah, dude, I think that, like, I, you know what? One, one thing I learned is like when I've now like my business is up and running, mm-hmm. I pay people like the day after, like immediately. Like, you know why? And they appreciate that. You know how much good service you get when you're like, hey, they people all they pay their bill, they do it mm-hmm. fast. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if you have a complaint, obviously, but yeah. I mean, I hate when people like will try to jam you for like sixty days, like using you as the bank. Like, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. that's my food. <laughs> exactly. Like, what do you think this is? What do you like, think this is? Yeah. Like, ah, I just hate that shit. Yeah, frustrating to say the least, man. Well, you got your uh, your muscle milk cup. Yeah, and pass ink. me some more of that stuff. Yeah. That, that Jesus juice, man. Jesus juice. <sighs> I'm going to switch it up and talk about airplanes, man. I was oh, uh, coming back from Miami. We landed uh-huh. in San Francisco. There you go. Thank and you, these brother. kids yeah. grab their bags and run to the fucking front. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I, like, actually, like, they're in the back and, like, the plane dropped and they was like, boom, we're out. Boom. Hell no. Right, so I'm looking around. Hell no. This dude's looking at me. Said, you fly a lot. I don't I fly, fly a lot. lot. No, that is like, like cardinal sin number one. <laughs> like, everyone's like, ass look in the back of the plane, be like, I hate this shit. But you, <laughs> yeah, you wait. You wait. And they ran all the way to the front, and people, not all the way, but like damn near halfway, and people are looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm yeah. wondering why everyone's looking at them. Because now I'm freaking out. Like, yeah. this is a fucking terrorist thing. Like, I don't fly a lot. What the yeah. fuck's going on? And they're like, no, like, dumbasses fucking run to the front. Wants to plane land so they can get out first. Uh, dude, like, I would have huh. been freaking out. Pet yeah, just, I'm like, I saw y'all. Hey, what's going on? Hey, get them. Get them. I what mean, they yes, doing? Like, yeah. I mean, people will get hot on a plane, too. Like, you heard about, like, people, like, getting in fights. Like, yeah. people doing crazy shit. Like, I'm surprised someone didn't just grab them and be like, no. 
Because people have been on a plane for like five hours and they, they everyone wants to get off. Yeah. It's like the worst cutting in line you could do. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny because... I don't think about that. Yeah, it's like cutting in line. Cutting my, in line. My, uh, my girlfriend's parents are going to Costa Rica in June and they were booking flights and stuff. It's like, oh, here's a really uh, cheap flight through Spirit. And then the mom was like, no, we're not flying through Spirit. We're not. And I was like, what's really wrong with Spirit? And I think you saw it. It was on Instagram. Yes. Today, there was a thing on a Spirit flight where some lady got pissed and started twerking at the, the rest of oh. the passengers and was going crazy. She got kicked like, off okay. the plane, too. Yeah, I was, was like, all right, oh, no my Spirit. My boy will fly Spirit, and he's like, he's got a tough resolve because like a, North, like a Southwest seat is like 31 inches, right? Uh-huh. And they, they, the Spirit, I think, is like 27, bro. So you're just like this. Oh, no. like, just like, I'm like, hell no. Fuck, but to no. make it worse, on the way back, I'm sitting next to these two big chicks. Oh. So I already know she doesn't got any room because other chicks big. <laughs> and then she's big, too. And, I, oh, and you were in the no. middle? I'm in, no, I'm on the end, oh, which is I nice. Was, yeah, so I can get up and go take a piss and all that. Yeah. But everyone Lots wants their right arm, yeah, yeah. their right armrest. She's so. <laughs> but she's in the middle. I mean, like yeah. that's I say uh, always a thing for me. I'm like, when okay, if I I don't ever sit in the middle, but like yeah. if I was, like I try to like actually let that person, yeah, you like shrink. just kind of shrink in a little bit because uh-huh. I'm like, well, I feel bad for that person. They're yeah. in the middle, and she's big. I mean, yeah, she could have, you know, I mean, whatever. So. But yeah, Dan, that reminds me, bro. I hate to bring this up because I can't, I can't get it off my mind. You guys know me, but I remember I was flying on a plane to Mexico not too long ago, and I was slapping one of Nipsey's tapes, bro. And I remember Man. it was like a, a point in my life where it just fucking changed me because I had these like I had these old school like Ludacris headphones on. Oh, but she was, a, I was a huge fan of Luda back in the day too. Yeah, Luda um, used to kill that. But then I was slapping some. I think it was TMC, uh, the marathon continues, and I was like sitting there, like in, going to Mexico. I was like. I want to fly the fuck back to the Bay right now and get to work. I don't want to be in Mexico. Really? Like, what year was, was this? Uh, 2012. 2012, okay. 2012, yeah. That was the year I broke my nose, too. Somebody headbutted me in the club. Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm about to crack that wait, story. Wait, wait, yeah, right crack that story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, we okay. Found I always thought your yeah. nose was kind of fucked up. Yeah. but I <laughs> Oh, bro. Got some real yeah. Italian Ooh. genetics ne- going on never, over there. <laughs> never got it fixed. Were you bleeding? Oh, bro. I was. The next day, my eyes were all puffy. I was trying to hide it from my mom. Hey, was I it like, like dudes eyes. like MMA and just like clock you like that? or Hella uncalled for. So oh. I was like, I was dancing with some random chicks, right? These two chicks came up to me. Hella uncalled for. Like, oh, yeah. I was dancing with his girl and his sister, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's, Hand hey, on his girl's booty. It's sister, funny that right? you say that. You weren't asking for it. You weren't no, asking for it. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. They I was came up to me. Myself. I was in Mexico having a good time. But oh, you like got a, cracked in Mexico. Mexico, yeah. Oh, oh shit. shit. It you're wasn't the, in the Bay. I was in Mexico. You're out the country. I, I was out oh, the country. The good thing, though, is if you go to an American hospital or like, a, a doctor like a nice hospital down in Mexico you're the only person in there because they're like yeah. they go to like the free clinics I remember my oh, dad shit. broke his shoulder down there we were the only patient oh wow wow but you're yeah like, no. anyways yeah. I, I was in Mexico and I was dancing with these two girls uh, Cabo 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 party party town so it's probably American that hit you yeah it was oh, oh yeah shit. yeah so I was dancing and I saw these chicks I was like I recognize you from the bay and then they're like oh wait a second so we start dancing and stuff it's two of them they're both dancing with me I feel like a pimp you know I'm in the fucking zone you're in Mexico you exactly. doing your thing exactly hey shots of tequila <laughs> exactly like shit was mezcal. going there I was playing fucking uh going in bro going in um, white linen white, all light linen looking like John Travolta and shit exactly <laughs> shit's hair slicked back and then uh this guy's like me mugging me I'm like who is this dude and he comes up starts talking to one of the girls and it turns out that it's her brother. See? Oh shit. And then he and then he looks at me, he's like, hey, and like does one of these. Hey, I'm like, yeah, what's up? Like, I'm like who are you? Okay, whatever. Like, I'm not expecting anything. And then he kind of like looks at me and then he leans back a little bit and then boom and just headbutts me out Ooh. of the blue. 
Man, you're lucky, man, because that you know that could be like real serious. Oh yeah, well that's the thing too. It's Did like you black I, out. Yeah, like for like two seconds, I was standing up, but like two seconds, like everything went black, and then I came to too. I was confused. I was like, who the fuck headbutts anymore? I was like, I never even seen a headbutt. Who the fuck headbutts? So well, then, I have to bring that one out next time because that's actually not a bad idea. It's an effective move. It's an exactly. effective move. Well, yeah, but, hey, come here real quick. Bam! And yeah, that's, that's some sucker shit, though. For real, though. I mean, especially like if you were just dancing with them. Yeah, I wasn't. Nothing was like. Were I you really, drunk? They're probably like, he keeps feeling on me. He keeps what is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they was on me. Uh, Might have slipped a little. Like, hey, you want to come back to my room? <laughs> when the shit was shit was going crazy, but like after he like he ran upstairs, and I was like I was like pushing through the crowd, and everyone like saw it happen. So I was like, oh shit! So I was chasing him down. I was screaming and yelling. I was trying to get at him. But by the time I got upstairs, like these little Mexican security guards came up, grabbed us both. Like, tranquillo, tranquillo. Po- poking me in the side with a baton. Like, tranquillo. Oh, and they tried to take you to jail. They like, took us to jail. You went to jail in Mexico? I went to jail what? in Mexico. Oh, what the fuck? Bro? Yeah, yeah. I thought I was dumb for it, bro. I was sitting in there trying to use all the broken Spanish I could. I was like, no, 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 por favor. Saying other hey, shit. So how did you get out? I'm more interested in that than anything. Oh, so they were asking for money. I was sitting in this room. I remember it so vividly. I was sitting in That's a like room. That's like my worst fear is to be in jail in a foreign country. It was like, terrifying, bro. Oh, I, I mean, you can't even speak the language. And then they're just like... They could just be like, hey, you know, you're staying down here for a minute. Yeah. Well, my mom and my brother had no idea where I was either. Oh, oh you just left without telling you one? Part. Well, no. So my mom went to a different club. My brother was on the second oh, floor. Oh, at least they were all there. Yeah. Yeah, they all were right. in Mexico with, with us, but they didn't know where I was. Shit. So they probably thought I was out just like drinking, whatever, doing whatever. And like, so I'm in this room with like all these segways on a wall, super tiny room. Some little Mexican security guard guy, like a police You're officer. You're talking about like segways, like the little people movers. Yeah, little people movers. <laughs> it was hella random. But I was like sitting on this and, metal oh, chair. And you were still drunk, right? Yeah. And nose still bleeding? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, you got a picture? Up. Then where's your mugshot? No, they don't take no pictures in Mexico, bro. They're like, oh yeah, because they want to execute you. It's like drunk tank. Well, they go pull out a Polaroid or something. They ain't got no Sony cameras in Mexico, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here you go. Nah, fuck that. But yeah, no, I remember it. I mean, they, yeah. Well, they came. They came in and were like asking, like dinero, 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 asking for money. Mm-hmm. Like hella, like you're not getting out unless you pay us. I was like, I ain't got shit. Like, take me to the ATM. I had hella nice shoes on at the time. I was like, you zapatos? You want my zapatos? <laughs> zapatos. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. And then I guess the girl comes and bails both of us out. But oh. I was in there for like 20 minutes. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, I was only in there 20 like, minutes. Like, You've been acting like he was in there but for a minute. But it still. felt like a minute, bro. Shit. I thought my life was over. I was like, I ain't going to do this. She bailed you out, too? Again. Yeah. Oh, were you guys in the same cell, though? Yeah. Did you guys like. Did you talk to him? You guys were in the same cell. No, 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 no. no, no. He was like, different, hey. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Fuck, bro? Different, different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bailed both of us out. So you were in a cell by yourself? Yeah. All right, that's good. Yeah. I would have killed that man. Are you kidding man, me? That's a crazy. I was story, that was bro. when I was way more wild too, and I was drunk. I was out of my mind. My I was so mad. I was like walking towards the floor, like I'm gonna fuck you up, bro. I was like doing one of these. I'm gonna fuck you up. The next day, I had like knuckle imprints <laughs> on my fucking yeah. like bruises on my hand from punching myself. I was pissed. I Did st- that ruin your whole trip, or you still have fun? After? No, I was good. Oh, okay. I met hella people afterwards, smoked some weird Mexican weed and stuff. It was cool, but oh, people were looking man. at me like I was crazy because my nose was all inflated and shit. Mama was like, we're not fixing that. You need to learn your lesson. Yeah, Cabo's like, cool. It's like, it has like its American side, but there's definitely yeah. like a little like dark yeah. like side, like right behind those gloves. It's just yeah. like. Especially if the police are asking you for shit. money, bro. That's yeah. fucking scary. Well, that's, it was funny the next day too. It well, was they like, know that's the easiest thing to do is oh, be like, yeah. hey, this guy wants out of here. Like, oh, I got no money. Like, give me yeah. $5. We got the one dude yeah. down here that don't even have $5. <laughs> well, it was hella he funny. He a white boy, but he didn't have no money. Had it, no money. It was hella funny shit. too, because like one of the days right before we left, we were walking around this little plaza, and I saw this police officer riding by on a Segway. And he looks at me, and he does a double take, and he goes, 
And they kept going, and I was like, hey. And they just kept I mean, going. They probably got so many people in those drunk takes. Oh, so, yeah, all day. Yeah, just bro. all day. All yeah. day. What was the best part of Mexico? I haven't been. The clubs and the beach. Clubs and the beach. Well, the beach, the beach bars. I like the bars on the beach where they do all the drinking competitions and stuff. Okay. They had a whole thing with like a wet t-shirt contest and like a push-up. I actually did a push-up contest while I was out there. Did you? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. that the little beach down there where they have yeah. like all the little uh, people doing like wet t-shirt yeah. and then like yeah. they'll have guys like running around doing some crazy stuff. For like a bucket of beer. a bucket of beer. A bucket of beer, a yeah. Bucket yeah. Of beer, yeah. Okay. So I did and a push-up contest. everyone's just getting like twisted out yeah. there. That is actually a fun spot. Yeah, it was hella fun. It was a good time. What I about was, you in Mexico? I mean... I've I've been to Mexico like quite a few times. I like so when I was young, my dad like every year he had like a timeshare at this little place down in Mazatlan, and so like Mazatlan. it's just like a small little city uh, down the coast, and like that's probably like one of my greatest memories as a kid, like just going down there as a family for like two weeks, mm-hmm. just chilling, like be on the beach. My dad would like just be sitting there just drinking Pacificos, and it's <laughs> funny because I look back and he's my age now, huh. and so now I'm like looking at him like oh this was probably like his just like chill time to be down there, yeah, and. Uh, it's funny because like you don't when you look at your parents, you always look at them as being like old, but yeah. you don't realize that they were like just kind of still pretty young, like yeah. still had a lot of energy, still ready yeah. to do shit. You're probably like, my dad's hella old, you know. Yeah. But he was over here like, God, I just want to get rid of my son right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go out to the club. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he took us back when we were 18. Me and my best friend, he took us Dope. back down there. And my dad was just going wild, man. He was. We went to like senior frogs, like basically the same thing. My dad's yeah. drank, drink on the tables, drinking shots oh, with all shit. the waitresses. Yeah. He just comes back and just lit. <laughs> and my boy that night, he actually got into a fight in the club down there. No way. Yeah. Notorious. Gotta Notorious. Watch out out yeah. There. I mean, Fuck, they're coming. Man, for they're me. not playing around out there. For real. <clears throat> yeah. What's what's uh, where else have you traveled to? Uh, I've been random places in the United States. The the only place uh, out of country is uh mexico and thailand <clears throat> that's dope i'm actually I, going to to mexico in a little bit yeah yeah about uh two months i'm actually going out of mexico city and oh. uh delivering uh forty thousand worth of wheelchairs whoa oh, yeah yeah, yeah huh, okay. on, some, on some charity stuff damn so. that's, that's dope cool, man yeah it's that's like dope. uh the wheelchair foundation out of danville so damn yeah i'm gonna see what's up because like you fly to mexico city and you know, go out like to an hour and a half like this little city called tulancingo hmm I don't know. See if I get back. I don't yeah, want to end up in jail down there. Like, you go come back stuff hey, with drugs. They got El Chapo. You ain't got to yeah, worry about him. That's true. I'm going to leave the rolly at home. Yeah, <laughs> for real. You don't want to be flashy out Timex. there. Timex. For right. real. For real. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Man, that's for sure. You've been all over the place, though. Wherever, like, What's the craziest place you've traveled to? Honestly, like you've probably been more crazy place when you went to Thailand. But, um, uh, it was nice. I mean, that's the, that's the nice. Man. That's where that, I'm going. You going? In the May. Bangkok? I don't want to say shit, but that's where I'm going. You got it. I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to pop up like, hey, I'm in Thailand. Man, <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to go to Thailand anymore. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Unless, I mean, you know, when you guys want to get married and have a bachelor party. Uh, this fool was pressuring <laughs> yeah. me. He was like, you need to marry your girlfriend. I'm trying to have a bachelor party. <laughs> in Brazil. Remember, I was like, I'm trying to have a bachelor party in Brazil. Let's yeah. go. Let's Ooh, do I'll it. I'm down. I'm, down. See? I'm going. I'm inviting yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, you. you. <laughs> Yeah, we so like do a my, my best friend uh, from uh, college lives down there, so I've always wanted to go down there and see him. I mean, Thailand actually, like, honestly, what, like, I don't know if that's like as high on my list, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, Brazil. Like, I've always just wanted to get down to South America and like check that out. That'd be but sick. Benny, I've mostly traveled, like, honestly, like, just mostly to the United States. I've been like almost every state. Damn. Damn. Just Damn. work, just trying to grind. Like back in the day when I was grinding, you know. Just... What's the worst state in the country? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like Idaho, hate me. South Dakota. Idaho. 
I'm gonna have to say Georgia. <laughs> Georgia? Oh no. Georgia? I, Georgia? Man, they are the most racist, oh, slowest, wow. annoying people I've ever dealt with. And they just kind of if you're from California, they they have like they almost have like a little look they give to each other. Like uh. when you come up, they're like, we gonna fuck this boy from California over. <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing, Tom? Yeah, oh yeah, we gonna do that deal with you. Yeah, yeah, oh, or whatever. Shit. I probably got the wrong accent, but then like like later on, like two weeks later, you come up like, hey, what's going on? Oh, yeah, we're gonna be right back to you. And it's like, man, I'll never forget that. And, and there's like so many like pieces of like the old school like. I mean, I've been to like Alabama, Mississippi, definitely like very like. Rural Southern. Rural Southern. Yeah. And frozen I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I yeah. mean, it doesn't feel like frozen in time. But like Georgia, like they try to be more cosmopolitan, but it's still mm. like undercurrent of uh, just like that old, like, ugh. and I don't like that. I nah. mean, I just, I, it's almost like they're front, you know? They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, Atlanta, you know, whatever. But like, man, it's, huh. and it's just big ass sprawl. It's a dirty city. Yeah. Nothing really cool. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I hate to hate on Georgia, but yeah, <laughs> of all the places I went to, that's a place I, I didn't like to leave. Well, there's I mean, nothing worse than bad business, too. Like, if someone's yeah. conducting, like, business like that, like, that'd be like, yeah, fuck you, man. Super like, off-putting. Yeah. Yeah, like, New York. I love going to New York. I will never deal with business people from New York because they're always trying to fuck you over. Mm. Like, because they, 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 like, are all about, like, things on the margin where I'm kind of, like, more like a big picture person. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, look, hey, if we want to put this together, like, let's make it work for both of us. They're like, I'm going to fuck you over a nickel. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> they just want to win. They just want to yeah. win. Yeah, they're okay. so competitive over there, and I feel like there's so much more competition amongst each other that they're just like born and bred. Like maybe like having like you know 15, 20 million people like living like rats next to each other trying to get after it. Like mm-hmm. changes like your perspective on like how to be an entrepreneur and like how to be you know get after business. But yeah, they are just grimy. Like they will, like you'll be doing like I mean you know fifty multi million dollar deal, fifty million dollar deal. Yeah, and they'll be coming back at the end, and be like, hey, uh, can I get this ten dollars off? And I'm like. Sure. What the yeah? Like, what like, difference is that gonna sure, make? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like you already bought my building for fifty that I bought for thirty. You can yeah. have ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Here yeah, you go. I mean, I mean, my partner and I will be laughing all the time. Like they really just don't get it. Like it's really like, why do you care about that ten dollars? You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not even lying. It literally is ten dollars. Damn. I mean, yeah, it's just stupid. That's weird. Tax yeah. percentage. I don't know. For so, real. I think it's it's right though. They just want to win. Yeah. They just want to win. Huh. Damn, New upcoming city though is uh, Idaho. Funny you mentioned that Boise, Idaho. Really? I just bought a property up there. It's no kind of it's kind of popping. Like huh. we're moving out of uh, California, Denver, Seattle, trying to get in there. They got a cool downtown, like you know, a good college. I mean, it's huh. I heard it's really pretty actually though. It's, it's really nice. I mean, it's yeah. it's not like for everybody, but I went up there. I was kind of surprised. They had like a nice downtown, you know, just just chilling. So I heard Texas is popping up i know a lot of my friends are moving to texas too texas yeah, yeah. all my exes live in texas oh all my exes, exes live in texas. a little bit of george Strait. oh okay. well, we got okay. george Strait. Okay. we got a little nas x you know we got, <laughs> don't break my heart my achy breaky heart i just don't think they'll understand that shit is classic you need to remix that billy ray yeah we're talking about bachelor parties and shit right uh-huh. um guy that owns amazon i'm blanking Jeff right now Bezos. yeah can you believe what he's giving his wife or his ex-wife? Oh, shit. I didn't see. What happened? Oh, he's getting divorced. I mean, it's costing him a half a ticket, a big ticket. <laughs> Damn, like fifty bill, fifty bill, fifty oh my billion. I think yeah, it's something like that. Like, I mean, you meet some girl and you're kind of like fifty billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It changes a lot of things. She's like the 
third richest woman in the world, in the world now. now. Oh person. God. Like, for person. real. It's person. gotta be person. Yeah. That's 50 billion. That's a lot. Shit. Dude. Hey, you know you're balling when you can get a divorce and you guys can split in half and you're both still winning. Yeah, <laughs> right? for yeah. real. Yeah. He probably not. Well, I'm sure he's thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she's not thinking about it. She's like, I'm, it's over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's going to be in Vegas. She's going to be in yeah, Vegas. Buying everything. <laughs> I mean, he was, I mean, if you actually read some of this stuff, it was kind of crazy. I mean, they were probably like already like past their time or whatever because but I mean, he was like booking a private his his company private jet and just like just out in broad space, just like him and his girl, like just like flying somewhere. Like you're not gonna get caught, dude. Like you're yeah. in a private jet. Like yeah. oh, he was cheating on her. He he was cheating on his wife. Oh shit. Yeah, he like met some like girl and like they were flying around in the company jet, just the two of them to like some private locales. I mean, it's like he was not trying to not get caught. Oh Damn. man. Hey hey. Fifty billion. I just like that number scared me when I saw it. I was yeah, like, "Yeah, that's a lot." I'm never getting married. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, take, gotta get the take, right take one. Take your time, gentlemen. Take your time. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like you know, marriage is more than just like hey, you're in a relationship and you like you, you love somebody. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like where I'm really like I'm really attracted to this person. I mean, that's like a lifelong commitment. Yeah. Of, like you really got to think of like. You're building things together. You're like raising kids together. I mean, it's it's a lot. I mean, it's so much more that goes into it than just like, hey, I like this girl. Yeah. She's cool to kick it with, you know. Yeah. Did you have like a moment with your with your girl, or you like or your wife? Sorry. Where yeah. You knew it. it was like, damn, you know, this is who I want to be with forever. You know what it was? It was like I was so I was a little older than her, and I always just loved how grounded she was, and I realized that I wasn't at mm-hmm. the time. Like mm-hmm. I was kind of like more like bing, 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 you know? And I realized I'm like, the only way that I will ever like become anything is if I'm focused. And mm-hmm. the only way that I could get focused is to be around someone that's kind of grounded. Cause if she was kind of like, hey, whatever, let's go do this, let's go do that. I would probably always be like, let's go do this, let's go do that, yeah, you know? Same. And so I just, got, I kind of felt like, and that's what I think like having a counterbalance in, in the relationship uh, is an important thing, so. Well, I feel like that's good for the development of your kids, too, is because, like, if you were both just kind of like, let's do this, let's do this, kids yeah. would be not well-rounded. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like a good, it's good funny. mixture. I mean, that's like a big headbutt thing. Like, when you, you know, I'm more like, yeah, you guys could do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys can't do anything. And I'm yeah. like, oh, man, you know, they're going to go do everything behind our back. You yeah. know, and they're like, whoa, they're going to do everything right in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's so, like his son Mondo came through to the studio. Oh my! God. It was going off on the track, bro. Oh, he was rapping. He was going off, just like cussing <laughs> yeah. and a, a whole bunch of things. It was almost like therapy for him. But then yeah. I was like, "Well, hopefully he does that." And then, like the next time he comes in, he realizes I already did that. Yeah. So like, okay, well, let's do something different. Just yeah. kind of get him out of his head. So. Yeah. Well, especially with that much energy too, it's like he probably going to blow up all over the place. And the next time. A little bit more narrow. Bit Next narrow. time, a little, and then it's gonna keep working down. Next time, he's gonna come and spit. Bars. He's been, he's been, uh, he's been uh, drawing a lot. I saw that. Yeah, you saw that one poster, which is funny. But then I was like, hey, Mondo, that's actually a pretty good drawing. You just like picked that up. I was like, you should draw just a little bit more, just like yeah. creative. So like today, he like made me like five drawings and like actually like pretty like good structure to it. Like huh. actually a thought process. Hell yeah! It's like it's kind of cool. Like he's uh, you know just progressing all in that. So I think that's dope to like influence and support creativeness. Yeah. I feel like in today's society, especially everyone's like, stop yes. being creative. You need to learn a language. Yeah. You need to go you need in to there and do this You need to go do math and science. You need to be successful. And I'm like, yeah. well, there's different ways of measuring success. It's yeah. like, definitely like, look at like all the people that have created things. They're like, are a lot of our like idols. Like, I mean, yeah. and we're in here creating something. This is, does have anything to do with like, 
arithmetic know, or arithmetic yeah. or science. It's just like it's it's an art, you know, yeah. to like entertain and create. And I think yeah. our society places a lot of value on the end product, but they mm-hmm. don't place a lot of value on the front end of like how do you develop these artists? You know, yeah. how do you like give people the freedom to like be you know, creative and express yourself in school. I mean, they have like the little art class, but like everyone laughs like, oh, the art teacher, you know, it's like we're like the art teacher should be celebrated. You yeah. know, hell yeah. They have the Fresh. best job, right? They have the best oh, yeah. job, right? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Like art and music teacher. I'm like, hey, like what? I was like, play an instrument. You know, and my kids are like, oh, like they'll kind of like pick some instrument and they don't really get into it. But I'm like, watch when you're older, you will so have wished you would have played an instrument. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Like, take time. I mean, Travis probably you probably I think you told me you like self train yourself, which is dope. Like yeah. I try to learn how to play the guitar a little bit, but it's hard to pick it up when you're like thirty. Like I'll pick mm-hmm. up a guitar and like learn. You can, but it's so much different. Like my brother was playing when he was like nine, ten, and like right now he Damn. could just like light it up. Yeah. I couldn't read the notes. So I knew the tune of the music. I would That's just blow good. when I knew the we were playing music. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I remember you always had to have the flute. I remember that you got a little flute in the box and clarinet, man. Oh man, I'll never forget. <laughs> so I had my boy, right? And uh, we were like, we used to always play hoops together. And I was like 15 or something. He was like a little younger. We didn't know at the time. He always told us he was, he was the same age as us. And we would be down at the park and like, you know, he was, like, just trying to be a little rough, you know, just, like, really, like, you know, just, like, like trying to ball out. And we didn't know he was, like, only 12. So he was, like, trying oh, to be wow. tough in front of us. And, mm-hmm. like, one day he invited us over to his house for his uh, his birthday party. And we're, like, up and talking to his mom. And I walk in the house, and there's a little picture with him with his little violin on. And I'm, like, <laughs> I was, like, hey, uh, when was that picture taken? And they're, like, oh, that's last year. I was, like, how old is he? And he's, like, he's turning 12. <laughs> he was, like, hanging around a bunch of, like, 16-year-olds. Damn. <laughs> trying to be tough. So yeah. after that, yeah, he... We we uh, beat him up in a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Dismissed. Oh, Dismissed. Damn. Let's see. Uber drivers, bro. Oh no. I was. Why they always got to talk so much? Why right. do you gotta sing? Oh, sing! I never heard of singing. This is not. But before we get into that part, I'm in an Uber coming back from the city, going to my house in San Leandro, my apartment, not house. Get that right. And uh, <laughs> it's an apartment home. I'm in a, it's a. I'm in an Uber pool, right? So it's one other motherfucker. So they drop him off in Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. And then we're getting back on the freeway. And I'm looking like, I think we're going the wrong way. Oh, he's going to pick up another pool over there. We get on the bridge and the cars are going the opposite direction. <gasps> oh, shit. On the Golden shit. Gate Bridge, bro. Not Golden Gate. The Bay, Bay Bridge. Bridge. Bay Bridge. Dude, I would flip out. Oh, my. I was so fucking scared. I was like, let me get my phone that out. That dude did not get five stars. This <laughs> This is my thing. So he's reversing and shit, and there's cars coming. Oh, he's reversing. I'm nah. like, this is so scary. I pull out my phone, try to get it on like video yeah, and shit. Yeah. But I was like super freaked out. I was like, I still gave him five stars. Though. What? I don't know, dude. I, what? Oh, you didn't want to reason, fuck his rating up. <laughs> for like, some reason, bro, I, I always feel like I'm not going to, like, what does it do for me to give someone a bad rating? Well, he almost killed you. Yeah. <laughs> he could kill somebody else, but he did it. It's just like societal. Yeah. You got he did it. You got to kill me. You got to give him three stars. Yeah, you got to be like, oh, hey, dude almost killed me, but he was a really good singer. Yeah. For real. That's like if you dig oh, in the car shit. crash and as you're dying, you're like, I'm going to give him three because at least he had AC. He tried to save me. Yeah, but I was super freaked out, dude. He, was, he starts reversing and shit. He's like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. He starts apologizing. I'm like, I've been in some weird ass Ubers, but never anything like that. I mean, I had this one dude, he got lost like five times. I'm like, all right, I got to be at this apartment. <laughs> I had to go into this apartment building for a meeting. And I'm like, 
and he's asking me how to go there and I'm like well dude you have the thing right there like, yeah. why don't you just look at that and he's looking at it and he drives he goes oh I did it again and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're getting four stars. Knock <laughs> him down a notch. Yeah, yeah. Him down a notch. Yeah. I still tipped him though. <laughs> see, I'll give you five stars and I don't tip. Oh, see, uh, oh, see, yeah, I yeah. always even if it's they get someone three stars. I don't, I don't even go with them. Okay, but in Phoenix, I didn't realize the Uber drivers they don't like make anything, bro. He, mm. I was, he was like the other guy was showing me. He did a ride for me for like 30 minutes from like one spot to another, and it was like $15. Damn. Yeah. Oh, damn. And he's like, That's so I, I felt bad. So he's like, they, we like, we live off our tips. Crazy is though, I think the dude came from uh, some little town in Pennsylvania, and they manufactured something there, and then they shuttered that company. So basically the whole town just had to leave. Like, hmm, they were like, oh, we all got to leave. And he's like, well, I came to Arizona. And he's like, well, actually making, you know, this is like twice as much as I was making at the diner, you know, back yeah. at home. So. Shit. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like when you look at like little pockets of our economy, there's this huh. book, Hillbilly Elegy, um, that I read that actually really breaks down like the poverty at some of like the interior of our country. And then that's like one of the big reasons why Donald Trump got elected is because they blame the deterioration of our manufacturing base, you know, on like immigrants coming in and mm. like and the coastal cities like, oh, yeah. well, we changed our country from making things to like exporting things. And like, you know, now we export our talent. We export like all of our IP and all this stuff. And so mm. it's an interesting book. But it Hillbilly really, what? Hillbilly Elegy. Elegy. It's like it breaks down this guy who actually grew up in the Appalachian Mountains around him and it, all his whole family lived off of welfare. Huh. And they were like on drugs and all this stuff. And he actually got out of there because he was pretty smart um, and ended up going to law school and then like wrote a book about it. But they tie that book and like what he wrote uh, to why Donald Trump, like one of the like the, the feeling of those people mm. is what propelled like Donald Trump to get elected because he really tapped into a bunch of the country that people didn't even really like think like about. we in here no. in California yeah, we no. don't really think about like oh you know the guys that live in West Virginia that's my countrymen like there's yeah. nothing that unites us as a country anymore yeah. it's like we fight about football teams we, we fight yeah. about everything. everything who's got the best music yeah. who's got the best food like like yeah. we talked about earlier what's the best state like I don't I, I don't feel like I'm from a lot of times from the United States I feel like I'm from Cali yeah like yeah. when I go to New York I'm like I, I that's another country to me yeah well, I would even say fuck New York different. like yeah. actually I'll bomb on him you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> turn it to Tupac hit him yeah. Yeah, you want right now? Hit him up, West yeah. Coast. <laughs> nah, but you know it's it's crazy though. Like, yeah. and it's actually almost like more regional because I'll go to like uh, Portland or Seattle, and I'll be like, oh, these are my people. Yeah. You know, then like you go to Georgia, I'm like, like I said, who are these people? Yeah. You know, it's like a culture shock. It's like a culture shock, yeah. and like in in one country to have that like big of a uh, change in like how people act, how they eat, like it's kind of weird. Like you go to, you know, I drove all the way through France or whatever. And the people in Paris are a little different than the people in like south of France, but they're uh -huh. pretty much the same. They still are like we're French, like we are yeah. French. You know, they yeah. they're about their country, but uh -huh. in here we're not about it. Nah, it's very separate. That's true though, because it is like it's a like own ecosystem everywhere it's you go. Even that's through true, because a lot of people don't even fuck with the flag, bro. Yeah, yeah right. That's true. And right? that's the truth. Damn, I didn't think about that. Sorry to cut you off, bro. No, no that's all good. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the same thing, bro. Damn. That's, that's nuts. That's that Civil War is coming up, man. Better watch out. <laughs> oh shit. We ain't got Nipsey to lead us, man. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, when you were Nips. saying separateness, bro, like, I don't know. You probably guys saw it, too. But, like, the fact that all these major gangs. Here, pull me some more of that for Nip. <laughs> for neighborhood Nip. I got you. But the major gang leaders all met up and said, hey, we need a ceasefire. And then they marched to Crenshaw and Slauson in front of Nipsey's store. 
and like Damn. all this got together. So like all like this gang violence that Nipsey was trying to separate yeah. through his death, he finally like ended it. Sometimes people have to bit. die to make change. Yeah. It was funny, yeah. That's actually was was going to be like one of like a major question for you is would you if in your own death you could achieve all your goals would you die shit you never get to see your goals achieved but the lasting legacy i mean it's a big question i think so honestly cuz like that's why people are calling nip jesus cuz through jesus's death he sparked all this upbringing and this positivity and that's exactly what nip did it's like through his death, he made he like didn't a choose million to die, other. Though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he wasn't like he didn't like take his. I mean, now there are some like things out there. They're saying like he was putting himself in harm's way by you know all the holistic doctor stuff. I mean, I don't know how much. Nah, of that's that true information or not. was so publicly available. The government didn't kill him for that. Right, shit. I don't think so either. I mean, but the thing that is kind of weird though, like reading into that, like I mean, they say that he, Nip actually shook the dude's hand like like minutes before, hmm. like. And like so, yeah, Dr. I read that too. Read no, that not Doctor Sebi. Uh, the guy that actually killed Eric, him, Eric Holder. Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder. Like came up, uh. shook his hand. Like like his sto- his brother wrote some story for the Times, and it's supposed to be said like the the eyewitness was like, yeah, dude came in, shook hands, where left to get some food, Ooh. and then just came back mm-hmm. with like and was just heated. Damn, I saw the same thing. Yeah, I saw. And the then I was kind of like, man, like my boys were like kind of come up with some like maybe it wasn't even like the the government, maybe it was like the. LA police wants gang violence. I mean, who knows? Like, I mean, uh, well, and that's the thing. And they too. said that dude disappeared for like a couple years. Like he was gone. And like my boy's like, he's got a real active mind. He goes, he's been inside of a government training facility. And Nipsey said a word that activated him to become oh, a killer. Wow. I was like, I don't believe none of this <laughs> conspiracy theory, yeah. theory shit either, but you never know, dude, the government could you put a chip know. in some other yeah. fucker's head and make him do some weird shit. Yeah. They make a good point. Like, if someone wants someone dead, you could find someone else that wants him dead, too. Yeah, enough, And they'd be like, hey, whatever, now we're going to get you off of manslaughter. I mean, how did dude hire a, the attorney from the OJ case? He did it. Pro bono. Pro, Pro bono, for sure. Oh, no, he, he said it privately retained. Huh. It says oh, wow. privately retained. That was actually, like, a major thing. As soon as I saw that, I was like, privately man, this... Retained. I mean, where is dude getting the money to hire like one of the most prolific? Huh. And I thought dude likes to. I mean, wasn't likes he to... a prosecutor? Like he's like supposed mm-hmm. to. Now he's like, yeah. oh, I wasn't too good at that. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking, yeah. I mean, think about it, dude. He his face was plastered. As soon as he took yeah. the case, he was like, oh, look who's fucking representing Eric Holder. Exactly. Right? You know. So, I mean, I don't know. There's it's attention. You know, I'm actually kind of interested to see how that all plays out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like... Well, right, he pled not guilty. Well, if he, he gets... not guilty. If Eric Holder goes free, then I'm going to get on some conspiracy shit. But honestly, if he doesn't even go possible. to jail for, like, first degree, like, it, you know, if he goes on... If he gets some sort of manslaughter charge, like, they try to make it sound like Nip did something. Nah. Like, I'm just saying, I mean, dude. I know. I know what you mean. But that's the thing, though, is like... Did there they was, recover the weapon? No. I don't know. And did... Who's going to snitch that was cool Nipsey, though? That's what well, I'm that's saying. That's the thing, bro. Everybody loved Nip. They're not going to snitch. They got like six eyewitnesses and two security cameras, bro. They didn't release the, the Marathon store security camera, but right, guaranteed it's right they're there. using it. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, because that's guaranteed. probably too graphic. So they have six witnesses other than Nipsey's homies? Yeah, bro. There was like oh, two okay. people who got shot by him, and then there yeah. was like a three chicks who ran away from the scene right. freaking out. I mean, out. honestly, yeah. the people that know the most are the other two people that were standing there that got shot next to him. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't lie. They saw it exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. They the know fucked exactly up part is they watched him get executed. Right, because yeah, he up. got executed. Yeah, that was... Dude, on that tape, is crazy. He ran away, and he was like, oh, wait. That's what kind of made me think, like, why did he come back? Like, it's almost like someone paid him. Yeah. Like, because it's like, oh, make sure it's done. Yeah. 
Well, wow. maybe. But, no, but he kicked him in the head too. Yeah. So it was on some sucker shit. But he knew he, he was, was on a, camera. He, the, the male ego is one of the most fragile things out there, dude. I agree. I agree. And if 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 his girl, because his girl was the getaway driver, right? Mm-hmm. So if imagine he gets called a snitch, right? That's already a big hit to his ego. Imagine if his girl was next to him when he got called a snitch. Then he's like, damn, like I'm a bitch. So I then he have this like then. he had this edge because you don't. If you're paid to kill yeah, someone, I just hate it. I just hate it to be like on some like basic hood shit, you know. But because, that's the that's the thing oh, though, man. That's just. It that is some basic hood shit, and that's what Nipsey was trying to stop. Is just stupid nonsensical violence. Nonsensical violence. People ask me, right? You moved from Oakland to Pleasanton. Why didn't you uh, go to Oakland more often? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you been to Pleasanton? <laughs> All my friends had fucking mini mansions. Yeah, for what real. What a fucking huh? refrigerator in their garage full of fucking shit. Yeah. And I, I live in Oakland. Say, it was like, though, Oakland yeah. is way safer than what it used to be. Oh, than like sure. when I was growing up, like oh, yeah, late '80s, sure. early '90s, like. I mean that that city out there. I mean that was a war zone. They yeah. they mm-hmm. it's it's not as bad as it used to be, but still, yeah, it's just like, you know, your natural like per, as a human is like you want to be safe. And I, I mean it's like he was trying to keep it real though. I mean he was like yeah. he didn't want to like you know be called like whatever for sell out and all that type of shit. Yeah. But it's like at the end of the day, like you could you he could have done so much more being alive. But that's why I bring back the question now because even though he's Grammy he was Grammy nominated, I would say that his his uh, overall vision and what he was trying to do is now much more prevalent in the oh, news. It's way more impactful. And globally, it's way more impactful because, I mean, like, you yep. you put me onto him, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, it was interesting. Before you even put me onto him, I had read about him and that Vector 90 thing. About that, the vertical that, integration. The, the vertical integration. No, vertical, no, Vector 90 was like this thing he was trying to do, the Opportunity Zone, where he was buying up in impoverished neighborhoods and he was, like, Low rebuilding income? the communities. Um mm through this very interesting uh, tax credit that he was, you, I was like, man, this dude's a genius. Like, mm-hmm. he's a, like, and like that, I was more, then I started reading about his vertical integration and all this stuff. I was like, man, this dude's like, a head of the game. Businessman, really yeah. ahead of the game. And Fucking so like, I more respected him as a businessman mm-hmm. and as like, really trying to like, be forward thinking like, yeah. on that level than like, the even music. his music. Well, like That's the thing too, it's like people like, someone hit me up the, uh, the other day and said like, hey bro, I'm sorry to hear about your favorite artist. Right. And I almost took that as disrespect. I'm like, bro, it's way bigger than music. Mm. And like, you can listen to his music, but it leads you to look up his business and yeah. his philosophy and the way he lived his life and For the sure. way that he hold himself. Like, he would never be the type of person to be like, hey, fuck you, bro, unless you really fucking deserved it. You yeah. know what I mean? He was like so yeah. respectful. That's with his why I don't and... see like that. I mean, there there had to be maybe something else from the past there or something. You yeah. Know? That's the only thing I could think of. I mean. Because I believe in energy and karma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I know Dipsy was a great dude. He used to be a gangbanger. Definitely didn't deserve what happened to him. But you never know what he did to other people. In the past, yeah. You know what I mean? That stuff comes back around. And and like I I'm not saying he deserved anything like that to happen. He's a really, really good dude. But Well, I think it's all part of the plan, man. Because listening back to his music, it always just tripped me out. Because before he even died, there would always be little lines I would hear. It's like, if I die yesterday, my life will be a victory. And like hella shit referencing his death. How about the, yeah, like that? He, he was that ready one to song die. Where I can't remember which album it was on, but he was actually talking about he was in a car with his homeboy that just blue got laces sh- too. Yeah, blue laces too. Yeah. yeah, that's a crazy song. Yeah, because like that actually was like he described it so vividly, yeah. and then his his own bot his own self was in like a similar situation. Yeah, which is just I mean we got to stop that shit though, man. Killing each other over like some stupid shit, like Ooh, just killing shit. each other in general. It's like 
Why? Yeah, and I, I think mean, this is going to be something that sparks that though, because just the fact I'm to see all those gangs get together like that, like that shit was like huge. People thought that would never happen. No, impossible. Ever. Like the yeah. gang, the gang leaders yeah. put their pride to the side and said, you know what? Even if my gang hates me, like we need to stop this shit. Of course. But this and is what happens when you when you give people limited resources, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you go into these areas Crab and, they, in a and they just have yeah, exactly. They got limited resources. They don't mm-hmm. have enough money to f- feed their family. They yeah. don't have enough money to pay the light bill, and so it's like they're growing up and they're like watching all these other people do shit and they're like how do i get some of that and there's like very limited options for them yeah and they weren't taught like necessarily another way to get it yeah like, well and that's why someone like nipsey was so impactful because not he was inspiring people like me who grew up in a more privileged area so imagine what he was inspiring these people who grew up in these horrible oh, situations oh, yeah. it's like he turned from a street hood rolling 60s crip into one of the most influential business media moguls in the world yeah. and yeah. through his death yeah. Like their whole that that's like the memorial service tomorrow for him in Staples Center. Who dies and has a whole twenty one thousand seat theater sold, sold out, out within three minutes. fucking minutes, yeah. dude? Three minutes. I was sitting in line at nine thirty when it started and I didn't even get a ticket. Man. Shit is nuts, bro. Like that's that yeah. that's how you wanna die. If you die, like I get people's like, oh legacy, legacy. Like that's a fucking legacy right there. Yeah. Through his death, gang members of all these different areas got together, marched to his thing. They renamed Cranshaw and Slauson to Nipsey Square. Yeah. Like they wow. fucking Staples Center sold out twenty one thousand seats. Hell yeah. All these people, like he created such a fucking that's like that's a fucking a wave right there. They talk about planets blowing up and exploding into energy and creating more planets. That's what fucking happened. Did you hear his mom talk about that? Yeah. He yeah, said wow. he, he they, the way his mom described him brought me to tears, bro. Yeah, he was saying true. like fucking sh- she was saying shit like he was so pure with his spirit. He had an aroma to him. He had a light to him and wow. was like saying all this impactful shit. And her face, though, she wasn't like she wasn't sad. She at wasn't all. sad. Like she, she wasn't sad. She was at like all. his energy's everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was like the coolest part to yeah. see. Like, if she's okay, we can be okay too. Facts. You know if what I mean? She's okay. Like, we can be okay. Facts. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Like, I loved uh, Nipsey's personality and his persona, of course, and mm-hmm. like you know the business shit he did. I was not um, a huge listener of his music. Me neither. Until yeah. he passed. I- I'll be honest. Like, I'm just like. A lot Even of other still, people. Like, actually, I'll go back and listen. I mean, there's other artists that I prefer yeah. better. I mean, his voice was interesting to me. Like, I there were some things he would say that I, I would like kind of latch on to, but it was just more like what he was doing outside the yeah. music. Mm-hmm. And then when I heard like the way like you know that he was like touching so like mm-hmm. just that level of energy, like that's such such a uh, rare thing in this world. Like, well, that's the thing, bro. It's like he literally is the reason. That I am where I am now. Huh. I remember driving back from school in Ohlone, driving on the freeway, heading back to Pleasanton. I remember slapping. I think it was it was the marathon continues. It was either top. It was outro. It was the okay. outro of the marathon continues. And he's like literally speaking to you. He's like, I hope you when you walking through the sand, you see my blueprint. And was like huh. literally like putting it out. He's like, while they was hating, had their feet up on the couch. I was out there getting and like saying hella shit, like how he did it, what to do. Like telling you exactly That's how crazy. to change your life. Yeah, and I was yeah. listening to this and I absorbed it all. I was like, you know what? Fuck this school shit. This shit is not for me. Mm-hmm. And I like, started reading hella books, went to the library, started gaming up on hella shit. And that's how I got where I am now. And, and that's music the thing. is so can like people's words can be so influential. That's yeah, that's, sure. that's amazing. Well, and that's, it's funny that you say like you're not a huge fan of his music. I guarantee if I gave you a game of songs that have touched me, you would love them because he did have a lot of songs. 
that like like even last time that I checked on Victory Lap, uh-huh. it's more of like a standard kind of last time that I checked. Right, that's like a rap. That's a radio song. It's a rap, rap song. song. Yeah, but if you listen to his songs that have message, like he because like he has songs that were like for the radio, and then mm-hmm. he had songs that were like packed with fucking game. Yeah, I could give you three songs off top right now. Like give fucking, them. What are they? Uh, 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 you said off top. Let's for real. Uh, outro. There's this one song. What album is that on? Uh, the marathon continues. Marathon continues. Okay. Uh, there's another one. I think it's called Blessings or something. I know it through it's called I don't fuck with you but you have to let it play past like five minutes and then it starts oh wow and he's like welcome to all the new marathon members it's fucking dope and he's like it's fucking powerful I know victory lap I mean yeah victory lap the first one on the he's spinning knowledge yeah and I know dedication yeah Yeah. well and that's off his newest album the newest album yeah exactly that was his first real album the rest of his stuff was all mixtapes right yeah am I gonna make it is another one off the marathon continues that's packed with fucking games. Oh, so you too. really like the album Marathon Continues? It's, like, it's gold. Yeah, okay. That's when he that's really started. Okay. The, the marathon is yeah. when he started with the the motivational shit. The marathon continues is like one of the peaks of it. Okay, and then yeah, he had that, the other that's the one I gotta go listen to. Okay. Yeah, because they're top down on there's fire. Sound of my ceremonies fire. There's a so the mar- my two favorite mixy, uh, Nipsey Hustle mixtapes. If you guys want to listen to the marathon continues and extra laps. Extra laps. Extra laps. Fire. Okay. And then the victory lap was, it was dope, but there was a lot of radio shit. Yeah, there there was a lot of radio. I mean, I had listened to a couple of other things when you first gave it to me, but I didn't Mm -hmm. even jump jump into those because it was like a long selection. So I was like, Slossin Boy One. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's the thing too is like his first music. What was it? Bulletin got no names. That yeah. was like way more hood shit. Way more hood. Yeah. But once he started to get into like really giving game, like he's yeah. the reason I bought Pro Tools. He had a fucking uh, line in one of his songs. He's just like, drop your nuts and make your own moves. Buy your own bag. Get your own Pro Tools or some shit like yeah. that. And I was like, what's Pro Tools? And I looked it up. I was like, copping it. Damn. And like it's like facts. Like he was telling you step by step. Like. Like do this, do this, do this. That reminds do this. me of that old Luda song. He was like actually broke down in music yep. game. Remember that? Yeah, that, that, that's, yeah, that's how I got to the position as well. A song like that, like sign yourself to yourself, yourself. start writing your, your own, own checks. checks. Yeah, uh, hey, that actually hard. right there is was mine. I was like, you know what? I'm always gonna pay myself. Yep. I was like, I'm Facts. not gonna let anybody pay me because mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to control my time, to mm-hmm. control my mind, like to control what I want to do. It's like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make my own checks. And, like, that's actually, like, that should always be your goal for every person. Like, Hell, yeah. I, sometimes I don't even understand the mentality of, like, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's just, like, the whole employee thing. Like, no, speak, speak on it, bro. Let them know. Well, the reason I was saying, like, I, you know, I, I would never want my employees to see this. But sometimes I'm, like, looking at them, like, why do you work for me? Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> you either know, work like, for yourself or you're building someone else's dreams. But then, you know, but then I also, like, my partner says, like, some people, they're just not in them. Like, they don't want to take the risk. They don't want to deal with, like, what you got to deal with when you're up at late at night trying to worry about, like, what moves you got to make. Like, you know, right now, like, you're trying to get your shit off the ground. Like, you got to know, like, all right, hey, there's a light at the end of this tunnel, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's the hardest part of it. But, like, when you, I guess once you do make it, then you're kind of like, well, why are you still here? You know, but then yeah. it's like you make it a comfortable environment. But I just don't understand that mentality. Like, I, I hated, like, when, like, I used to work uh, for my uncle, actually, and I was in college. And, you know, so I was always, like, good at math. And I was, like, like looking at what I was billing, you know. I was in a, I was at CPA. So I was like, all right, well, he's paying me uh, at the time, like, whatever, $30 an hour. Yeah. And then I would, wait a minute, 120 an hour. <laughs> I'm like, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, I remember I worked on this big job and we made, he made like, you know, some racks off it or whatever. You know, next week rolls up in a new car. I was like, where's my new car? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, it was like probably like three months after that. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, you're like, well, I need to start getting my own shit. Okay. Yeah. So I remember that secret song is called Bigger Than Life. I could play a little bit of it if you got to yeah, test this shit out. I mean, play it. Yeah. Before you say that, 
Nipsey did shit Tupac talked about. Facts. Yes. Someone told me, oh, like, oh, Pac did this, Pac did that. I'm like, listen, Nipsey was in the streets doing this. That's one of the but things, too. would there be a Nipsey without Pac? Oh, no, 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 no. The no. thing is, yeah. is that Pac's, see? Say that line you Facts. just told me the other day. The butterfly uh, effect, Pac bro. Pac might not be the, the spark. Or Pac might not be the person to change the world, but he sparked the person to change the world. And he exactly. actually, Nipsey, but Pac actually and said was that. that. I just want to be the spark for yep. one person. Yeah. See, you and that's what know. Nipsey was. Like that's why you do shit. Like that's what. And that's why your passion's got to be out there. And the next Nipsey is coming because they listen to Nipsey. But now there's gonna be. Like you a said million. the other day, there's gonna be so many more Nipsey's because you now might be see my you. spark, little yeah. Travis. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope I don't die though. Fuck no, man. no, me. I don't want to be the one to die. Like, <laughs> I'm supposed to spark you. <laughs> keep that energy. Yeah, for real. Hey, let's keep it positive over here. Like. Exactly. You know, hey, no, I felt like when we first met, like you was like, man, like. I like what you're doing, like you know, and then I was yeah. like, well, I, I liked your energy too, so it was like, oh yeah, maybe like you bounce know, off each other, bounce bro. off each other, and yeah. in the middle. Well, that's what it's Man about. That, that's why I posted that story. That was directed to you and a couple other people on my Instagram story today. I was saying like, I love to see my own success, but I love to see the success of the people around me. Hell yeah! And like, if you if you are so self centered with the knowledge and the power and the things that you've learned through your life that you're not willing to give it off to your friends and the people yeah. around you, yeah. in fear that they might pass you. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, you should not be that. afraid to pass on and let someone surpass you. I want everyone around me to surpass me. You want everyone to surpass me. Exactly, because then it's a give and take. It's, it's like, if you, take. if you surpass me, I really fucking hope you're going to give me some knowledge I ain't never had before. If I win, y'all win. Exactly. Y'all win, I win. Yeah. And that's what it's about. So I've, I've met a lot of people who are like, uh, like even people I try to but get on that, the podcast. That is, that's different, though. Like, most people do not think that way. There's mm -hmm. so many people that are just like holed up in their own thing. Mm -hmm. and, like, and that's why I was talking about that $10 thing. You know what? Next time it was a business deal, I'm not picking that person. Yeah. I'm going to be like, I want to be with someone that wants to collaborate and wants to like actually like look at the big picture and like Facts. really do stuff together. I have a ton of friends I've helped in camera stuff, make right? connections. Oh, and it's like, not that I need them to reach out to me or to help me or to uh, keep me involved. Yeah. But it's like, when I was doing something, I made sure they were involved. You know what I'm saying? Or these people were involved. And then they the whole make a group. move and they don't hit you. Like, you know what I'm right? saying? Facts. Like, ah, man. Plus, Bro. all win. But see, I read something today. It was like, there are no mistakes in life. There are just lessons. Mm -hmm. You know? Facts. Well, that's kind of interesting. I was playing a video game of all things. Surprisingly, there's a lot of... Oh, yeah. There's a lot of... I'm not too surprised that you were playing a video game. <laughs> okay, I don't play as much as I used to. <laughs> Come on. I used to like go over to Travis's house and like Mortal it would be Kombat, like four bro. boxes of pizza and his boy would be on the couch and they're like, well, no. we're level 82 of Gondor. <laughs> well, no, no. I would be, I would be making I'm like, music. I'm like, get up, Travis. You got to work. <laughs> I would be making music in the lab and then Jordan, Jay Nutty, would be in the back hitting the sticks on Mortal Kombat. Hitting the sticks on Mortal Kombat. No, you guys were playing Assassin's Creed, remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was. Oh no, that was the fucking. It was like the Assassin's Creed pirate game or some shit. Some crazy. Shit, shit was man. nuts. That shit's funny. Just hey, I'm gonna see if I can get this. You better be able this to. Music popping off. That there. Nipsey. Yeah, that shit was fucked up. So what? Uh, what's your dreams, Rob? Me? Uh, well, I really like this. I got a little uh, apparel line that I'm putting together. Oh, really? Like, um, what's, what's it? It's kind more of style? like a, accessories. So I'm gonna have, of course, t-shirts and like hoodies and shit. But yeah. I want to do like tote bags. Okay. I want to do like mugs and plates. Plates. Um, I, I want to do like a bunch of almost decor and have my own brand and have my own. Yeah. Line. Um, as far as like art, like home decor, art, like like just something different. Something different. That's you dope. know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of what I'm pushing for. I was working at a doctor's office for two, four years. Wasn't it just wasn't it. what I wanted to do. Yeah, wasn't what I wanted to do. And I uh, haven't been doing that for like two months or no, a month now. And I'm 
I made the same amount of money, which is crazy. I, I got to wow. figure it out. Is it, see? You like, know, it's like, I don't need to be working. I don't need to be doing yeah, what yeah. I don't want to do. Yeah. Well, that's one I'm of the... hot in here, boy. If it's, it's getting hot. It's it, also, that's we, one hey, thing. when you start drinking red wine, too, like with no AC. Ooh, facts. Like, well, they need to put AC in. I'm talking to them about that. Yeah, we getting too good for no AC, <laughs> man. Um, I ain't coming back till there's an AC. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't that bad, man. No, it's I'm just a little bit. We just need no. to like be drinking with someone ice next time. I'll yeah, remember. Facts. Facts. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it, pull this Nipsey song up here. But see, it's funny. I got, I was getting hot earlier. I was like, man, what it's up? getting heated up in here. One of my, one of my all-time favorites right here. I like to welcome everybody out tonight. What year is this? Uh, this is this is the marathon mixtape, December twenty eighth, two thousand ten. Experience of a lifetime. That's when I first started listening to it, like twenty nine or two thousand nine, ten. No, I don't want your love. It's not why I make music. I owe myself. I told myself back then that I would do this, and I always looked so out of reach and just seemed so confusing. That I found my place in life, a young black man that seemed so useless. And I don't want no help. Just let me suffer through this. The world would not know Jesus Christ if there was never Judas. This knife that's in my back would be the truth. That introduced us in the distance in between us is the proof of my conclusion so life is what you make it i hope you make a movement hope your opportunity survives the opportunist hoping as you walk across the sand you see my shoe print and you follow till it change your life because it's all evolution and i hope you find your passion because i found mine in this music but i hope it's not material because that's all an illusion and they all in collusion this racist institutions double standard acting like they not the reason why we ruthless but Damn. Shit's heavy. That's just the first half, too. Deep. Well, Real deep. Yeah. Damn. All right. Yeah, I got I got to give that you, a listen. We'll see. I haven't actually heard someone make music like that recently. You, yeah. That's what I'm saying, I bro. I need to listen to that two or three more times. Two or three yeah. more times because well, there was so much depth to that verse. Like, well, And that's why that line where he said, the world would not know Jesus Christ if there was never, never Judas. Judas. This yeah. knife that's in my back will be the truth that introduced us. And that's what I, when wow. he died like that, bro. Yeah. That's what introduced wow. the world to Nipsey Hussle because mm-hmm. a snake stabbed him in the back. Ooh. And now he sparked the world like Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah, fact there was that a lot put, of imagery in that whole ver- that, that he verse. Keeps that going last too. line got me, I think. When he's talking Double about Double standard uh, acting like they're not the reason that we ruthless. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's deep. It is. That's fucking deep. Here, for the, for, you know what? We just, just to spark this conversation, I'm yeah, going to skip the chorus. Let's see if he put as much effort into the second bro, verse. It's Nip, bro. Come on. Started, and look at where I'm standing. Y'all can say it's luck, but I know that it's planning. Shout out to the pain that gave me understanding. Shout out to my gang. Turned me to a savage. So they can say what they want to, but I go through what you haven't. And it's not ego driven, it's not me boasting and bragging This road I chose to go down, hard to slow down when in traffic In order for me to grow, I had to let go of some habits And it's easy to say I'm on now cause you see it and it happened But before it ever did, had to believe and get it cracking So I'm gonna take you back then, 32 shots in my Mac-10 With a dream minus the means, my early teens was fucking tragic And deep inside my mind is buried crimes you can't imagine That I wrestle with at night, demons I fight, I can't get past it So no matter how straight your cash get, it don't matter if you plastic we was looking for the lights and all we stumbled across was flashes but tonight i'm gonna skip that second chorus i mean he said like we were talking about earlier with the car though he said crimes i did that kept me up at night yeah like, buried in my mind you can't imagine mind, you can't so imagine. you never know 
But I mean, because the way he said that, I believe him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I well, mean, it's not thing. like he just was throwing that out there. He's got conviction in his voice. That here, I'm, I'm just gonna a lot of conviction in his voice. I'm just gonna let it run. So if it's meant, then it's gonna be. be, be People love it because they know that this wow, the real me. Song, we don't get these Cops anymore. hate it, so they hope my homies kill me. Kill me. But I ain't want the fame. I just wanted y'all to feel me. Uh. It's my time, so I'm going in. Ball till we fall. Fuck how the story ends. I see these niggas hating. I know you hoes plotting. I ain't worried about it. Cause I know God got me, got me, got me, got me. Say, I know God got me, got me, got me, got me. Yeah, I know God got me, got me, got me, got me. Yeah, I know God got me. See, I ain't worried about it. Cause I know God got me, got me, got me, got me, got me. Once in a lifetime shit, you know. Song dedicated. Everybody out there with a motherfucking dream. Fuck what they say, do your shit. Marathon, nigga, nigga, nigga. This shit ain't gonna stop till I say it's gonna stop. It ain't gonna stop till you say it's gonna stop. And it ain't gonna be unless you make it, make it, make it, make it. It's your time. Get up off your ass. I can imagine you like And the crazy part about this song too was I didn't even know it was called Bigger Than Life until today. But it was always on. It was one of those songs where it like ran for three minutes, and then there was like a, a minute and a half of like no sound, and then it came on. So yeah. I had it running in my car. I was like, oh, something. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it just came on out of nowhere. And he's like, I like to milk them. All the new marathon members. I was like, holy shit. Jay Z like used to do that in his old school albums. Like, yeah. You'd be like, let it leak, and all of a sudden at the end, be like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> some more, some more. Man, I've been I've been thinking about the same thing. Like you got to give up habits to grow as mm-hmm. a person. You do. You know what I mean? And I was like. That, that just spoke to me right there. Well, that weird. is actually one of the hardest things to do, though, because I think as people were so habitual, like we do, you know, you wake up, you brush your teeth, you know, you mm-hmm. grab something to eat. You like actually like most people will, like they'll have a pattern of their day. They'll I'm going to go to the gym and after I go to the gym, then I'm going to go to the work. And then after I go to the work, I'm going to mm-hmm. go do this. And mm-hmm. like you just get in this like routine and then it's like hard to like break out of that routine because you feel so comfortable with what you know. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why you see people just stuck in what they're doing daily after day. But you can't never feel comfortable in, in, in where you are. And that's actually one of the things that's the hardest is when you get successful, it's so easy to just sit there and be comfortable. Yeah. I think I was telling you this other day. I was like, you know what? Nah. I was like, it's easy to just sit there, eat, get fat, be be comfortable and not like do shit anymore. But then it's like, what are what's driving you? Mm-hmm. Like what if you're sitting there, like that's the rest of your life. Yeah. And I was like, hell no. Nope. Well, that, that's what Nipsey said, too. I, I always, I'm going to be quoting him till the day I die. Uh, success is the greatest threat to your future success. Yeah. Your current success is the greatest threat to your future success, which yeah. is facts. Cause you, it's facts. When people win, you're like, cool, I won. I proved myself. Yep. Like, everybody knows I won now. I'm going to kick back, put my feet up. It's like, no, like you got to keep uh, winning if you're trying to get anywhere. End of 2015, all throughout 2016, I'm shooting music videos. Okay. Yeah. I end up shooting for my favorite artist, mm-hmm. Chippas. Wow. And I'm like, so that, you're probably like, I made it. But it was like, that was like what I wanted to do. I wanted to shoot him a music video. Mm-hmm. And I shot like three or four. You know what I mean? He took me to Oregon on a little tour. Like, it was dope. But then I came home and it was like, what do I do now? After that, it was just like, is that, it was like, you put limits to yourself. You shouldn't. You should you keep shouldn't. working. Now I can work with other artists that are mm-hmm. big. Now I can do this. But it was yeah. like, I got to that like, not apex, but like I got to a, a point where I'm just like. Well, you had a goal, like you actually said, and then in your mind, you're like, it's at the time you said that goal, it's like I ain't never gonna do this. But then when it happens, then you're like, 
then that the, you might reset your goals, but th- at that point, it's hard to reset your goal at such a high level yeah. because mm-hmm. you've already like it, it's your your mind your mind changes. You actually have to really blow it out, yeah. and then don't set goals like in the traditional way anymore. No. Yeah, you, you, you got to fucking set your goals so fucking high. It's, and, can't, it's not mm-hmm. even it can't be high. It has to be more like something that's al- it's almost unattainable, mm-hmm. like to where you're gonna like maybe like in a Nipsey standpoint, it was like, I'm going to have an impact on every single person that picks up my CD. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm going to sell, I'm going to make this money or I'm going to do this. It's just going to be like, I'm going to have a global impact with my music. Yeah. Right. That's that. That's something that's very difficult to attain. Yeah. You know, so if, if he was probably driving towards something like that. Yeah. Damn. Where if you say, oh, I want to make $10 million, you'll make it. Yeah. If, if you're goal driven, you'll make it. <laughs> yeah. You'll blow it or you'll just get it and be like, well, okay, what now? Yeah. You know, versus like, I really want to do something that's different. Yeah, you want to Im- impact the world. Impact. Yeah. Like, I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, I was like, I'd like to have, like, 100 people that are more successful than me that I've mentored. Yeah. Hmm. And, like, just, like, at one day, you know, because that could be my legacy. Like, when I'm, I'm, like, boom. And, like, one of those people could be someone that changes the world, you know? Yeah, facts. And it's like, I was a part of that. And I helped, like, almost like teaching, you know? Because I think teaching is the purest form of people that have learned mm-hmm. like to go give back because if you really take your time and your knowledge and you give it to someone without any expectation of anything return, mm-hmm. then that's like the greatest gift that you could give of your knowledge. Yeah. Damn. You know, like your teachers think about it. They're out, I mean, they're teaching you and they're getting paid a very limited sum of money, but they're doing it. And they, and a lot of the good teachers, they really just want to get, make you smarter. They want to make you better. Yeah. And when you find like people like that, it's like, it's it's like I, I I'm always looking for mentors. I'm always looking for people to learn. You know, mm-hmm. facts. Huh. And I feel like that's true because like a lot of people, whenever they do something nice for someone, they're always expecting always expecting something in return. And it's very rare that you find someone who just like just do it, like just gives it to you, and then you're like, well, what do you want? I don't, nothing. I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing. Just, I want to see you win. No. I want to see, see you win. win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just want to see yeah. you win. And that's like, I think I read something from uh, so you know from Jay Z back in the day is like the purest form of giving is when. You give anonymously, and the person that receives, they don't know who got it, who gave it to him. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like it just kind of crossed his boundaries, and this person receives, and without even knowing where it came from, but exactly what they needed, mm. right? Just like dropped out of the sky. They said Prince did a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, where he would give right. back, and he doesn't want doesn't any, want rec- any uh. recognition. Doesn't uh. even the person even is getting it. They don't want. They don't even want it to know that this came from Prince. It's just like it's an anonymous benefactor. You just yeah. don't even know. Mm-hmm. I actually watched a commercial about Dwayne Wade because today was his last game ever. He just oh, wow. retired. Damn. And, uh, it, dude, it made me tear up, bro. Huh. It was a Budweiser commercial, and it was five people giving him, like, uh, one person gave him a jersey, one person gave him a blazer that he wore to his first job interview after he talked to Dwayne Wade. Damn. One person gave him the cap and gown because he paid for their scholarship, and their parents wouldn't have been able to afford her to go to college. It was super emotional. I was like, damn. Like, I bet there, the uh, first thing it said was, I bet this will make you cry. I'm like, damn. Well, fuck, I Wayne Wade, I ain't crying over yeah, I'm like, I'm a LeBron James fan. <laughs> <laughs> but then I, I look and I was like, damn, dude, like my eyes got watery and then like damn. one drop. I'm like, you're like, who's watching? <laughs> but yeah, it, it was super touching. I I want everyone to look at that actually. The Budweiser okay. commercial for Dwayne Wade, yeah. really good. And huh. Budweiser did it. It has Budweiser. nothing to do with beer, hey, by Budweiser. The way. Hey, okay, hey, Budweiser, our sponsor today. I'm yeah. just going to let you know. We're all just secure. Yeah. Send me a case of beer. Send me a case yeah, of beer. For real. Six pack. That's all I want. I ain't drinking any beer. I'm trying to. No more oh, beer. Yeah, no more beer. Well, it's, it's funny that we're talking about like these big charity things. Yeah, don't too. gain it now because when you when you get older, it's just like a disappearing oh, act. It's like, no, you're like, okay, all right, here's what I'm going to eat today. One apple, 
<laughs> five almonds and two glasses of wine. Yeah, you still gain weight. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, shit, I still gain some weight. All right, fine. I've two glasses of wine. <laughs> I've been working out pretty consistently this last go, week. I've been getting it in, trying Winning, to eat right. Winning. Trying to eat right. It's hard, man. Yeah, I, I, I almost made Travis throw up one time in the gym. Oh, I would say throw up. <laughs> oh, I thought Travis was the Bro, guy. That's what he was. He was fucking going. See, he he tricked me though. <laughs> I, reason, did, I did trick him. A little only bit. reason he got me because he was like, "Oh, we gonna do these sprints." I was like, "Okay, sprints." So I get on this thing, running full speed on one of those treadmills that just like runs this is with a you. Kind of yeah. funny little trick. As I ran full speed for like. 45 seconds. I mean, I'm talking about full speed. He's probably going like 14 miles an hour. Fucking there's, shit. There's no stop. There's no stop to Pumping. So he just keeps going, goes. I got and legs then I was too. Like, I was like, damn, Chad, that's pretty good. I get on there, five seconds, I get off. I'm like, you're supposed to get your top speed, then you get off. <laughs> so I was like, I'm like sitting there. <laughs> I was like, now we got to do four more of these. Yeah. I was like, what? So he punched, uh, he punched me. Funny. Oh, he punched man. me hard. Well, you're younger. You got to be able to do that shit. Oh, yeah. No, it's good. We're going to do, do it again. We should do but it But we're going to do my workouts the whole time. Are we going to do your workouts, get the little bands, be like, yeah, I'm trying <laughs> Flexibility is Flexibility. Key. He's got that little, like, staff of life. Do you think he's, like, doing a little band? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So do you have any, like, extreme, um, I would say, rituals or practices you do uh, on a daily, like, as far as what you eat or what you work out as or what time you go to sleep? Mentality, even. I mean, I think the main the main thing is is that when everything I try to do, like I try to attack it with a lot of passion, I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just like a simple Damn. thing for me. It's like yeah. if I don't feel like I'm gonna bring passion to something, I'm out. Like, like mm-hmm. let's say I was like earlier today, like I wasn't feeling it. Like I was like, you know, I got a lot of energy today. I'm not really gonna do this podcast. I don't want to be on here just like doing things to do things. I want everything I do to be impactful and mm-hmm. to like. So if like if I'm working on a project, I want to believe in it. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to just do it. Like I'll just cu- I cut things all the time. So if I don't want to go to the gym, I don't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. You don't just do it to go. You got to go and go hit it. Yeah. So. Huh. But I mean the the main ritual I mean is just that I mean you you have to find something in you that you believe in and that you can just like just hold on to and. I found like myself more hungry today to get to the next level than I was uh, when I was, you know, his age trying to find the first level. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of hunger though. Like, cause when you have something, then you realize that there's like, all right, I'm not doing it for a m- money. I'm not doing it for money. I'm doing it for like legend, mm-hmm. like yeah. for my own legend though. Yeah. Like, I want to know that I put everything I could into everything I do and if I'm not, then I, I'm letting myself down mm-hmm. because you have like some people just are given like certain talents in like certain areas. And like I just I'm good at like what I do. Like and I realized I was good at what I do when, you know, I, I look around the room and I, I'm even still I'm one of the youngest guys to have his name on the door of a real estate company that, you know, has. I mean, I got like a billion plus of real estate, you know, so and on my name. So that's it's not like most people. We'll go work for a guy like me. Mm-hmm. But I was like, fuck that. I'm not working. I'm going to work for myself. Mm-hmm. And to get to that level. And now I'm like, you know what? I want to take on the big guys. You know, it's like, I want, but I want to take them on and then change it. Because like right now, like you rent an apartment. How do they treat you? Like I'm just a fucking a piece person of paper. Pays yeah. Money there. Yeah. Like a throughput, right? Just yeah. like, hey, just shuffle, shuffle the body, shuffle the body, shuffle yeah. the body. No, like, so right now I'm like, that's what every, that's what I want to change. Like, I mean, we're providing like housing, but I want to provide like it to be like, hey man, what's up, bro? Like, you know, I want my people to like be able to actually come by, like, and really care about where you live. Like, because I think community, they, like, a, I mean, not even just a community, like from from the people to the people, but like just from the person that owns the building that you're not just a, like a, a rent check or a piece of paper or I don't mm-hmm. give a hell about your problems, like. 
I'll be I'll fire all my managers that treat people like that because I want to do like how when was the last time you got a customer survey from the owner of your building to ask you how your living experience was? Never. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, never. Why not? Don't most businesses like ask their customers how they like their experience? Yeah. Damn. They just don't care because once they buy the building, they just want to let. There's like a dirty secret where like they just buy this building and they just depreciate it to shit and just like they want to take the cash flow out of it and they don't want to spend money on it because they don't care. Mm, facts. But, but so there's a long term way to make money. Like, yeah. what if if you never left and it, how do you treat your apartment that they, they treat you so well? Just out of curiosity. I treat it relatively well. I mean, I, I mean, got a girlfriend. Well I got to keep it your, up. You know? <laughs> but do you care about like you're like oh I, I want to make sure that the pay- no fuck no yeah. no you're paying rent and you're like I don't care but like if if the relationship was different. You might care a little different. Oh yeah. yeah, I would feel bad for every little dent and every little thing. Right, that's true because at the outside of my apartment, I got hella spider webs up there right now. I'm like, what the fuck? Right, yeah. It's just little stuff. And like they could have been cleaning that shit. Easy. They got people out there the guy, every day. The guy will walk right by. Cause like, I, I go out on property tours. Like, I mean, even though I'm like our CFO, chief investment officer, like I have a more passion for like what the consumer touches. Like that's what I really believe in. Yeah. And so like I'll go out to my thing and I'm like why like like that why is there spider webs why is this person door all dinged up like yeah. you know like if i was coming home every day and i'm already maybe mad i'm living in an apartment i want to get my own house or whatever why am i walking up to this a, a door and it's like all dinged up not painted mm. there's a cobweb over it and the yeah. guy like walks right by doesn't give, yeah. a, yeah. doesn't give a fuck yeah so i mean one thing is is that so like that's like my passion right now so that's, that's what i was saying that's a that's a goal that's different because i'm mm. not trying to make money i'm yeah. trying to like actually change change the game a person's experience yeah, yeah. change the game exactly well you guys can, i'm gonna use the restroom real quick i, <laughs> I gotta go it. too yeah <laughs> want to wrap it up yeah well we don't have we, we can just pause it real quick and jump back on if you guys got time if not we could save this for a part two i think we should yeah, do a part I, two he says he's got to go yeah, yeah we gotta do part two part two yeah okay well there it is for all i know for all I know. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Tom, Thank for coming out. You'll see him again. You'll see him again. God bless. You.